Moncrief on News Talk. Now, it might be something you don't want to be aware of, but today is Tick Awareness Day and the HSE wants you to think about it, particularly in relation to what precautions you can take. We're joined by Dr. Paul McKeown from from the HSE's Health Protection Surveillance Centre. Afternoon, Paul. Afternoon. Thank you very much, Janine, for inviting me on, Sean. Uh, So, uh, the ticks we're talking about, what do these ticks look like? Ticks are tiny little animals um, that feed on blood by biting through the skin. They're tiny. They look like poppy seeds. Um, And they get all their nourishment from blood. They feed on birds, some animals, including sheep and deer, and people. And they can pass the infection from, say, an infected bird that they've um, fed on onto a person. Whenever they feed, however, they bulge up, they engorge, and they can get to the size of a small pea. Right. Okay. And and they when they're if like if they start sucking a human's blood, do they do they have to burrow in to do this? They do. They've tiny. They've like a needle sort of uh, mouth or mouth parts that are like a needle, which is really really tiny. And what they do is they attach on, pierce the skin, and then suck blood very slowly out, and then they feed on that blood because that blood's their dinner. Right. And how long can they be doing this for? Well, that's very interesting because um, the ticks can carry infection. However, if a tick lands on you, uh, they don't start feeding straight away. They take a bit of time to settle down, get the lay of the land. And then once they start feeding, it happens very slowly. The, this, the, the actual mouth part is tiny. So whenever they take in blood, they begin to engorge. But it's not like putting diesel in your car. It takes hours and hours and hours for them to fill up. So... Ticks, once they attach, will not immediately pass on any infection they have. It takes quite some hours for that to happen. Mm-hmm. The other what? thing is that only a minority of ticks are actually infected with um, certain diseases. Right. Okay. Uh, once they're totally engorged, what do they do then? They, f- <laughs> they get so fat and full, they fall off. Oh. And so they, they release, they drop down to the ground and then they go off to find a, a quiet spot to enjoy their dinner. Okay, fair enough. That's nice for them. And the, uh, would a person, generally speaking, now we'll get to them that they might carry infections in minutes, but generally speaking, would a person even notice that this had happened? No, they don't. They, they, these mouth parts are so tiny, you don't even feel them. They're so small, you don't feel them on your skin. Uh, and so one of the best ways to prevent getting these diseases is to be lying aware. Hence the day. Yeah. Uh, to be aware of what they look like and how to reduce the risk of getting bites. And there are a number of things you can do. What you, ticks are actually found in many, many places in Ireland. The kind of areas you're going to find them are close to the ground in shady woodland and moorland and grassy areas. Um, and whenever you're walking through these areas, you can pick up ticks and they most likely in adults attached to your legs or arms. In kids, they tend to go for the head and neck. Um, but whenever you're walking through these areas, that's when you're likely to pick them up. So what you can do to protect yourself is wear light-coloured clothing, so any ticks crawling in your clothes can be seen. Um, wear long sleeve tops and uh, trousers tucked into your socks. And also use tick repellents, such as DEET and other things like that, that details you'll be able to find out from your local chemist. Right. The other thing that's important is whenever you've been for a day out, to check yourself and your children for ticks. And um, if you go to H- if you, our website, HPSC, um, uh, has a lot of information on it. And if listeners want to find out more information, if they just Google HPSC Lyme, that's HPSC L-Y-M-E, or HPSC Ticks, or HSE Ticks, 
Just Google those terms and that'll bring you straight to those pages with all the information on how to prevent ticks attaching and also how to prevent them after if you do find them. Having said that, it's really quite unlikely that you will. Yeah. And so if you do find them, how do you get them out? Well, the best way to do them is to remove them using tweezers. You can also from the chemist get special tick removal kits, which are very, very um, inexpensive. Um, in the old days, uh, the trick apparently was to use a cigarette tip, a burning cigarette tip. We oh. don't advise that at all um, for lots of different reasons. Um, but if you remove the tick, it's important that whenever you remove the tick, you grasp the tick with the tweezers very close to its mouth parts so that you can pull those out. If you go to HSE ticks, there are diagrams there showing you exactly how to take it off. Right. Okay. Now, the thing is, though, is that some, as it might happen, you mightn't even notice it, as you, as you said there, but there, there's a range of diseases they can be carrying, including Lyme disease. That's right. Lyme disease is really the only disease at the moment that ticks carry in Ireland. Uh, in Europe, um, there's another disease called tick-borne encephalitis, TBE. That's also carried. We don't have that in Ireland. Um, however, Lyme disease is a disease that's carried. And what you find is that um, uh, about we reckon between about 2 and 5% of ticks in general are infected, some more so in, in um, various parts of the country. The highest level of Lyme disease is in the west and south of the country, although you can come across an infected tick anywhere. So a minority of ticks are infected. Um, in general, um, whenever most people who are bitten by ticks do not get infected with Lyme. Mm -hmm. And most people who are infected with Lyme actually have no or very slight symptoms. Um, whenever people do get symptoms, it's generally a skin rash, called erythema migrans. It looks like a red bullseye. And again, if you go to those websites, which I'm sure we can mention at the end, you'll see pictures of it. Um, you can get a rash like that or flu-like symptoms. And at that point, that's readily uh, treatable with antibiotics because the infection is a bacteria and it's readily treated. Very rarely people can get longer term problems, um, but those can also be successfully treated once identified. So it's important to bear in mind that most ticks aren't in, uh, infected. Whenever you go out, you don't come in contact with ticks very, very often. And if you do, um, you're very unlikely to have an infected. You're very unlikely to have um, uh, worrying symptoms or disease. So it's very important. I mean, this is Tick Awareness Day. We don't want it to be Tick Paranoia Day. <laughs> so this should not come in the way of a good day out and making happy mem happy memories with the family. Yeah. Well, one, of the, uh, one of our listeners wants to know, Paul, is sun cream a tick repellent? Sun cream isn't a tick repellent. Sun cream is sun repellent. Um, but uh, chemists, pharmacists um, will be able to give you best advice as to what you should apply to your skin and also your clothes to um, uh, ensure that um, ticks are put off and don't um, become attracted to you and bite you. Right. OK. And what would attract them? Warm-blooded warm, warm animals. There, there, are num no. there are a number of theories as to why they're... Uh, why they're um, might be attracted and maybe sweat to maybe other um, uh, scents that they pick up from animals. But it's animals, it's warm-blooded animals, birds, mammals, deer, sheep, and we humans. Yeah. Crikey. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a bit worrying. Really. Now, but in, also, in, like most of them aren't infected, and in most cases, Lyme disease is treatable. Because, you know, I have read about people who, who get it and it has kind of long-term effects on them. Well, Lyme disease, if, if it's got in the early stages, it is virtually completely treatable. And in fact, all cases of Lyme disease are treatable. 
sometimes um, uh, uh, people kind of longer term problems that may include early infection being missed. I mean, if you look at um, some uh, studies that have been done in some parts of um, the UK, for example, up to 25% of the population in certain areas, high line areas, about a quarter of the population will have a positive blood te test for Lyme at some stage. And the vast bulk of these people have not been infected. And the jury's still kind of slightly out as to why some people who are bitten by an infected tick don't go on to develop Lyme and others don't. But it's important to bear in mind that the great majority of people don't. It's also important to bear in mind that because it's treatable and because it, you can have long-term problems, it's very important that, for example, if you have been out and you spot this rash um, uh, or you have, um, for example, flu-like symptoms which you think you may be related, that you would see your GP, visit your GP. GPs are very clued in on this mm. and um, uh, they'll be well able to treat it. I know it's slightly outside your area, but if the, you, you bring the dog for a walk, can the dog a, get Lyme disease? That, that dogs, dogs can carry ticks as well, and there have been instances where Lyme disease is thought to have been uh, passed from ticks on dogs onto, um, in the household back to the family who perhaps weren't outside. It's oh. very, very rare, but regular brushing of your dog, and if your dog has been, and I know we have one at home here, and we know what dogs are like and we know where they go, it's important that um, good hygiene, making sure the dog is well brushed. And if you were to see any ticks, particularly around the muzzle, that you take these off. Right. Okay. Are they itchy as well? Because lots of people are texting in now saying they're itchy. No, well, ticks aren't itchy because t they're so tiny. However, if you develop um, the, the rash, sometimes the rash itself can be itchy. By the same token, um, ticks, ticks are not the only bugs that go for us. And there are other beetles and things that could, tiny little beetles that can look like it, like um, ticks. Uh, and often um, uh, a range of bugs can, can cause itches, bites and so on and so forth. But the ticks themselves, what can happen initially after they bite um, and they uh, move off, you can get an allergic reaction that may start a day or two or three later. That can be itchy. Um, the, the rash itself, generally painless, but it can be itchy as well. But it's not actually the tick itself that, that is itchy at the time it's, it's attached to you. It's after it's bitten you and it's left some of its saliva under your skin oh. and your body doesn't like that. Uh, actually, a couple of questions pretty much in the same area. Uh, would you recommend tick removers? I've seen them in some pharmacies. Are they a gimmick? I've heard it's important to remove the tick carefully and not leave the head embedded in the skin. That's an excellent point, and the the um, the um, I was going to say the the, the caller in the the texter in or the the um, social media in is quite correct. There are um, tick removal kits, and they're all they're all extremely effective. In general, they're they're all extremely effective, but be guided by your pharmacist because if the pharmacist is supplying stocking them, then you can be pretty sure then that they're going to be effective. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, another listener says he carries a tick card in his wallet. It's a hard plastic device and it's credit card size. It has tweezers built in, also a magnifying glass to help you see them. Uh, that's that's really clever. Uh, Paul, that, that, uh, that, that person is well is well prepared. Well I'm prepared indeed. Uh, right. So re repeat the website address for us, Paul. The, the three website addresses. I'll actually just it's very it's easier just to Google them. So if you Google HPSC Lime, that's HPSC L Y M E or Google HPSC Ticks or HSE ticks that will take you 
to all the good information. Right, good stuff. Thanks, Paul, for speaking with us today. That's Dr. Paul McKeown, Specialist in Public Health Medicine with the HSE's Health Protection Surveillance Centre. I'm surprised. The amount of reaction we got to this. Someone says we went for a walk uh, around this time last year around Vartree Reservoir, stopped for a picnic beside the water. When getting back into the car, we were horrified to notice that the baby had a little tick on her neck. We brought her to the local chemist and they removed it for us. Thankfully, the baby was fine. Uh, somebody else says, I went on a mountain biking weekend in Wales where we enjoyed a few days camping. On my return to Ireland, I had a long shower to wash away the strenuous weekend, only to find a fat little tick attached to my scrotum. It's a funny dinnertime story to share with my pals. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.